Hello everyone and welcome to season two, episode one of Tea for Two. It's so great to be back. Claudia, how have you been? I've been really well. It's been a nice break. It's been nice to take a few weeks off, but I'm so ready to start recording podcasts and making shows again. How was your break? I mean, quite uneventful, I must say. Not really a lot to do, considering restrictions were still quite severe, yeah. but I've, I've seen some friends, which was nice. And I've, I've quite enjoyed being at home, which is surprising. <laughs> no offence to my family or anything, but my brother can be quite loud on his games. Oh, how's your fantasy football going? It's It's been very up and down. So for everyone at home, I'm in a league with all my boyfriend's friends. And I'm not going to lie, I, th- I think they're feeling a bit threatened by me. I really think they are. <laughs> everyone thinks I'm going to win and I am so determined to win that I am taking it incredibly seriously. So every week I'm there, I'm changing my team, I'm captaining the right player and everyone is very scared and I'm loving it. I really am. When does it finish? There's quite a few weeks left. So it is all all to play for. I think the top four people, it's very close and every week a new person goes first. But yeah, I think I'm currently third, second, but I am coming for that top spot, let me tell you. (laughs) Well, stay tuned to find out if Abby wins her fantasy football league. I mean, if I lose, I'm going to lie anyway. So don't don't, don't expect it here otherwise. <laughs> Congratulations, Abby, for winning your fantasy football league. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I tried, I tried my best. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I did anything ultra exciting this break, but not really. I was supposed to go to Italy. Um, mm. I was supposed to go see my family in Rome for Easter break because we were really optimistic in like at around Christmas we're like yeah the government said everything's going to be great by Easter let's book some tickets and then it sort of got to March and we were like um yeah this this is just not going to happen is it um but we've had some really nice weather down in London especially the last couple of weeks um done a lot of barbecuing a lot of Mm. gardening oh I love a barbecue oh I know me too your barbecue is really cool Thank you. I'll tell my dad. He'll be ecstatic. You can you can lift it up so like you can pull the little chain thing and it lifts the food up. So if it's cooking too quick, you can pull it and it cooks slower because it's higher away from the fire. Uh, Oh, it's brilliant. So Abby posted a video on her Instagram of her barbecuing, and it basically looks like a fire pit with a grate suspended over it by chains. Mm-hmm. and I just have one of this really normal like boring barbecues with the hood and there's a little handle that you can twist yeah. and like lift all over the food but I was like damn that's cool yeah we have one of both of them yeah. but my dad much prefers the fire pit and it's cooler so later on we're um we're toasting some marshmallows on it and it's gonna be great Ooh. I know so aesthetic I might have to send that's why picture. we got a fire pit as well <laughs> we <laughs> so got basic. it um, last lockdown because we were like well one it'll provide heat in colder mm-hmm. summer evenings where we can sit out and two marshmallows 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 <laughs> yeah they are great i love it and they keep the bugs away right having fires on yeah so we yeah. hate bugs oh yeah <laughs> add that to the list of things that abby absolutely doesn't like <laughs> i feel like the podcast is just me complaining about millions of different things i'm either scared of <laughs> or just have a thorough dislike towards yeah this is what we're here for yeah i don't really think i've been up to anything else at all no i baked a cake which was nice for Ooh. my stepsister 
her. She loved it. She really did. She posted it on her WhatsApp story and I felt super famous. Aww. She was like, my stepsister made me a cake with about a million emojis. That is so um, cute. Yeah, they're getting through it. They're enjoying it, which is good. Aww. That is so sweet. What cake did you make? So there was two layers of vanilla and then one layer of chocolate. Ooh. And right, you might you might slate me for this. I'm not going to lie. I might. I used some pre-bought icing <gasps> for the middle bits. But, but, but wait, wait, wait. I promise it's not bad. So my stepdad's mum made us an Easter cake using this icing. I can't remember what one it was, but it's like a chocolate fudge one. Oh. And I don't like chocolate really, do I? But oh my, it was amazing. So I just had to use it. I have to. I, I'll make you a cake with it and I'm going to change your opinion of pre-made icings. It's so good. You can make me a cake whenever you want. <laughs> Actually, I think we should explain where we are because mm. um, we're, we're in a slightly different location than we were expecting to be for this season. Um, we're still home. Yay! <laughs> yes, Yay. we are. Thank you, Boris. Um, so yeah, he came out with some announcements a few weeks ago days ago can't remember now it's all a blur basically saying that he's advising university students to stay at home unless there's extenuating circumstances so Claudia and I are both at our houses with our families and in the meantime I think I also want to speak about sort of unity health and the GP at university because I've had the biggest nightmare to do with like the registration and it's also part of the reason as to why I'm still home so I needed to get a scan done all the way back in January mm. for a blood test done mid-December. Um, so I was sure that I was going to be able to do it sort of whilst being still at home. Um, but obviously because the NHS is overwhelmed, I got pushed back and pushed back. And then I got an email from the university saying, hey, you should probably register for a GP in York if you want to get your vaccine whilst you're at uni because you have to get your vaccine where you're registered mm-hmm. um so say I get it at the end of June and I'm still at uni then I would have to come down to London and have to go back up um and so I registered but it turns out and it's in the fine print which I should have read <laughs> but I didn't see <laughs> that when you register for a GP and I didn't know this because I'm foreign so I don't know how GPs <laughs> work <laughs> But it basically takes you off of your current GP at home and then transfers everything to Unity Health. So in transferring everything, it cancelled my request for the ultrasound, which was supposed to happen like last week. Um, And it bounced everything back to York. And so now I'm in the process of having to transfer everything back here so I can get this ultrasound and my vaccine because there was a lot of mixed opinions on how the vaccine works in terms of booking it. Mm. Um, so someone had told me that you can actually book it for wherever you are and it doesn't matter where your GP is. But then I called again and one of the receptionists said, you should probably change back because that'll mean you have to come to York in the middle of, I think, August or end of July to get your vaccine done. So now I'm transferring back <laughs> a lot of paperwork later and I'm essentially going to stay here until I get this done. So read the fine print. Don't make my same mistake. If it's easy to get home, if you need to see your GP, mm. probably just stick to that one because um, I haven't heard very many good things about Unity Health. 
um and it's been a bit of a nightmare but yeah rant over that's <laughs> that's what I've been up to if it makes you feel any better I didn't know that either okay I'm good. glad I didn't transfer yeah I just stuck with my one because you know easier but it's weird that you can't get the vaccine wherever you are yeah. because I know here a lot of people are getting sent like a few hours away to get the vaccine because there's none left yeah so that's that's weird I know because I I would have assumed you can just book it wherever but apparently not I don't know there was a lot of mixed mixed opinions I've asked about three different people <laughs> that work in the GP and everyone's giving me a slightly different answer um but better safe than sorry I'm going with the yeah definitely. still being registered here my train of thought is that if it's really bad, I would be going to the hospital. Mm. And if it w- wasn't that bad, I could probably just phone my GP or come back to London. Yeah. Kind of thing. And there's that weird app, isn't there? The uni has that yeah. app or they promote it where you can like put in your symptoms and it'll tell you what to do, what's wrong. So it's like, if you cut yourself, just go on the app and it'll tell you what to do bleed all over the phone and then it was (laughs) exactly Uh, but it's quite good actually i have had a look at it just you know because i'm nosy oh and it it seems all right it does it seems all right good i've been quite enjoying sort of the online consultation system yeah it's really easy instead of having to like ring up and then go in a few days later you just fit in a form online at least at my local gp you tell them what your symptoms are um they might ask you for pictures if it's like a rash or whatever mm-hmm. um and then a gp looks at it rings you back and tells you what's wrong with you it's great yeah i've had that as well i had to send off my blood pressure so either i had to go in for them to do it or they were like if you've got a machine at home you can just do it at Amazing. home luckily i had a machine at home Yay. so i was just sitting there with it on my arm like oh well, this is exciting i felt like a doctor <laughs> but yeah it was so easy so good okay i think i've rambled enough there um why don't we actually speak about what we're doing at university I think we were so focused last season to get all of the freshers content out in time for people to apply to university and have to firm their choices that we never really stopped to talk about actually why we're at York I think we've mentioned it here and there but we've never really gone into it so Abby what are you studying well I'm I'm studying history and I know what you're all thinking, Abby, that's boring. But actually, I'm really enjoying it. It has been really good. And I'm looking forward to doing more optional choices in the coming years. Because when you start at university, a lot of the things you do are compulsory. So they cannot be the best modules. But when you do get one where it's where you've picked it, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And amazing mistresses, Elizabeth, you're elite. And I love your seminars. <laughs> you're a really fun flatmate to have I think because of your degree not anything else oh yeah just, everything else just is super that. boring uh, <laughs> joking but for the history she always comes into the kitchen with like really fun facts <laughs> about just super random stuff like <laughs> once you came into the kitchen and you asked me um if you could make a goblet out of my skull when I die <laughs> and I mean sure um but I had no idea it was a ritual oh yeah we looked into it great fun I've gained so much culture just from like Abby's really random fun facts (laughs) about her degree (laughs) brilliant um my degree has a lot less fun facts in it but oh I disagree with that I I love it when you come in and you're telling me about your cash crops I'm like yes potatoes (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that was really fun um not because cash crops are fun but because there was a really 
strange crossover between Abby's degree and mine. We were both studying cash crops. Um, and it was really interesting to actually compare the both sort of both sides of the coin. So I was looking at it from an environmental and sort of social economic development side of it. And you were looking at the history of it and like the slavery behind it. It was really interesting to get the full picture of it. Um, so yeah, I'm doing environmental science with a year in industry, hopefully Touch in wood. third year. Um, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Um, and it's been great. Also looking forward to doing offshore modules because I'm more interested in the economics and sustainable development part of it. Um, and so far it's been quite physical geography dense, which is all the modules I'm sort of hoping to drop as I go. Um, <laughs> which is still interesting, but just just not my thing, not where I see my career going in future. Um, so next year will be fun. I've picked my modules. We'll see if I get any of the ones I selected. Oh, you picked. Um, there's some really cool ones. So one's one was on, um, what's it called? Socioeconomics Ooh. and sustainable development. There was another on oceanography and ocean conservation, which is really fun. And then I picked one that's statistics based because I'm hoping to do a bit of research um, and you need stats for that. But if I don't get it, I might be getting one on seismic events and earthquakes. Oh, that sounds good. We'll see. Yeah. Or one that's really, really geography about landscapes and landscape management. Yeah. Which would be fine. See, I'm having problems I'm really having problems with picking my um, modules for next year because we have this massive list which is split into two and we've got to pick two from each list so I've got to pick four but you can only pick up oh that didn't make sense but anyway (laughs) let me just say oh it's horrible I can't pick two from each list that I like so I'm sitting there I have to rank all of them from like one to seven and I can't even find two that I like in each list Tudors, yeah, that's one. Catherine the Great, yeah, sounds brilliant. But yeah, the rest of them don't really tickle my pickle, I'm not going to lie. Oh, no. Yeah. But to be fair, what have you learned from this year? You thought you were going to hate the module you're doing now, but actually you're really enjoying it. True. For your group project. Yeah, it's actually quite interesting. Policing Shanghai, oh. much better than I anticipated. So thank you. <laughs> You'll have to tell me how police in Shanghai is. I, I um, will, don't you worry. What century are you studying? What se- is this just, I, I mean, I don't know how history works. I'm going to be honest. It's kind of, I think we're doing late 19th century to like early 20th century. Oh, cool. So okay. it covers quite a lot. Recent. And we're focusing on prostitution in Shanghai and oh. how the Shanghai Municipal Police police that. And it's actually very interesting. So yeah, hopefully that goes well presenting it in a few weeks and I'm low-key bricking it but I'm sure it'll be fine (laughs) you'll be fine if you heard that email notification it was actually from the vice chancellor oh have we got an email I mean can I just say I love him so much (laughs) the vice chancellor is fantastic um because he always sounds like he's on our side Mm -hmm. because you know how you'd expect people that are quite high up to be on the government side yeah kind of thing He's just always so on student side, especially lately, um, because the government gave us such late notice of actually having to stay home if we hadn't 
already traveled up to uni or had an emergency reason as to why we needed to be there um he I think it was really nice of him to actually say like you know I'm also very disappointed by this and it's okay if you're you feel let down as students because this this should not be happening like this isn't fair yeah that was really nice of him. he has been very good he does make me laugh in his emails sometimes as well yeah just some of the things he says so shout out to Charlie <laughs> the testing at the kitchen <laughs> oh talking about kitchens have you seen how the uni are offering free food and drink if you get tested twice a week yes that is yeah. so good okay so if you're at the university of york um we highly recommend you get tested because not only is it good for sort of controlling the spread of the pandemic but if you do two tests a week and then take your confirmation email from having submitted your results or the confirmation from a center if you don't want to do it at home and you take them to a bar um one of the campus ones you can get what is it five free coffees and a free meal every week that sounds brilliant it's brilliant and I wish I was there so yeah. I could take the tests and get the free coffees but <laughs> unfortunately it doesn't apply to my kitchen that's so good of the university to do yeah 100% because we're supposed to be doing tests anyways um but as an added incentive you can get five free drinks and a meal on them <laughs> so for anyone thinking about what you need to go to and they still haven't decided and they're thinking of going through clearing York has been absolutely amazing with the whole situation and I couldn't recommend it enough. Absolutely. Especially because I've seen a lot of universities haven't even done rent refunds, for mm. example. Yeah. Which is insane. Because um, that's another really good thing. For all of the time in which the government isn't allowing students back onto campus, the university will actually be refunding students um, for the rent during that time. Uh, because it's not our fault we can't use the accommodation. Which, once again is amazing of them yes and I'm very glad they're doing it because it would be so annoying to be stuck at home and sort of see a whole term's worth of rent just go down the drain (laughs) obviously that doesn't apply if you're living in your uni accommodation just to stress that yes of course (laughs) it's pretty self-explanatory but you never know nowadays but yeah so if you're staying in your flat you can't get the money back yeah but fair enough (laughs) I'm not very interesting, so there's not really a lot to say about what I'm doing at the minute. Oh, speaking of bars, last week we had the grand reopening of the UK, phase one of the unlocking of England. Um, Have you been out? Have you been to any pubs and restaurants yet? I actually haven't. I'm not (gasps) going to lie. I haven't been to any pubs or anything. I've been meeting friends, but I'm not really big into drinking. So going to bars and pubs and my friends don't really like it. Yeah. So I don't really want to go, you know, anxiety and things. So we prefer just going for a little wander. Oh, lovely. Having drinks in fields. Yeah. But yeah, we're planning on doing a little outdoor camping thing in a few weeks, which would be nice. Very exciting. Um, Shout out to my dad's back garden, which he doesn't know that we're doing it yet. (laughs) But um, we will be, which will be fun. We'll get the fire pit out again. Very fun. Probably toast some more marshmallows. Yeah, absolutely. That should hopefully be good. I'm playing football as well this week with my friend. But you're not supposed to. Aren't you? What about your collarbones? Oh, yeah, that's fine. We're just going to do some crossbar challenges <laughs> and I'm going to win again. The last time I went out and played with that lot, um, I hit the crossbar first time. I was like, watch this. I'm hitting it. You owe me £20 if I hit it. And I hit it. And I was so proud of myself. Probably the highlight of uh, my last few years football because I'm injured. 
Damn. I can't play anymore. Oh. Abby's managed to fall over and break both of her collarbones fairly recently. Yeah, um. Let's not bring up my past, okay? It's troubling. And my collarbone gets shooting pains whenever anyone mentions how I get injured. <laughs> oh, it's been awful. I broke one playing football. Uh. Um, I got shoulder barged by a, a larger person. Uh. And I'm, I was very little. I was tiny. And I broke it. Carried on playing, though. What a chance. You know, I've told you a million times because I'm so proud of it. <laughs> Um, the other time, yeah, that was just embarrassing. I was running and I tripped over on my um, play suit, smacked my collarbone on the floor on holiday. And uh, that's that. Where were you? <laughs> I was at Dover Castle. Ah, oh, lovely. So, you know, my history roots were coming through, but this time it didn't. It didn't end well. You, you could say the beautiful sights of Dover Castle floored you. <laughs> God, that was so bad. Oh, God, we're keeping that in. I apologise. So I, I hope you enjoyed oh, yes. that. I'm I'm really sorry. Um, my jokes are terrible. Yeah, I'm sure Abby can certify. My puns are hardly ever funny, but I can't help it. <laughs> we just pity laugh at her. It's so fine. I'm sure you'll hear many, many more of them. Yeah, that's fine. I'm used to it. That's okay. I say, oh, I thought of you the other day. I went to a pub with my friend, but it was quite early. It was like five thirty in the afternoon. That's um, not early. <laughs> for Abby that's late for, for drinking it's a little bit early um and because there was basically no other booking slots available it was so hard to get a slot here in London I'm mm-hmm. sure it was everywhere else as well and so I had a hot chocolate with amaretto liqueur in it and it was like this white hot chocolate with a bit of almond to it but you don't like almonds but if it had a different liqueur you would have loved it <laughs> so brilliant as if I had it with everything changed I'd like it no it was no it was a hot chocolate which you'd be really into and it wasn't like overly alcoholic it was just there for the taste but oh okay see I didn't realize you were talking about alcohol yeah I thought you were just talking about you know when you go to Costa and they pump that stuff in I thought you meant that liqueur. Okay, I got you now. That was a dumb moment, but yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It, <laughs> it was like a Bailey's hot chocolate, Ooh. but better. I've never and had And they a had Bailey's. really good heaters. Up. <gasps> I think you'd like it. You? I think we'll you'd like it. We'll have to try it. it when we're back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although it's more of a winter thing. Actually, never mind, I'll take it back. Because a friend of mine told me that you can have it on ice cream. And I don't know why I've never thought of it. I've always had it in drinks. Yeah. But on ice cream, it might be a shout. Um, and it's really good to bake with. So stay tuned for that. Well, maybe let's let's not put it on the ice cream that we have left in our freezers, because I think it's been a bit too long. That's going to be nasty. Oh, gosh, yeah. Nasty. I should ask, I should ask one of our flatmates who, um, who did manage to go back up if... Yeah, what state it's in. I feel bad oh. for my croquettes. I bought them just before we left and they've not been eaten. Oh, I'm, no. I'm very sad about it. It's fine. <laughs> the other day I had this weird realisation over breakfast where it was that all of my cereal at uni is probably stale by now. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, my Rice Krispies. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, James has probably eaten them. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, he probably has. It's fine. It's to fine. be fair, I did tell everyone, like, if it's not gone off, feel free to eat it because I don't think it's going to manage to survive for another month. Mm-hmm. 
you've got to help me eat my pasta I was talking to my mum about that again oh no and I thought oh yeah I'm gonna have a few months <laughs> to eat my bag of pasta we're not gonna go into it again because I think we've spent way too much time talking about my massive bag of pasta but yeah might be Abby bought three kilos of pasta in October <laughs> and she's eaten one bowl's worth of it <laughs> well good grief it's, it's gonna be fine i'll just have pasta with different sauces for the next three months gosh why don't you just i don't know oh you can't even donate it anywhere because it's open um i'm sure the flat will get through yeah. it. i'll just tell everyone not to buy any more pasta yeah. and just eat my pasta if not, i'm taking it home but what actually i think i still have pasta as well i've still got a little pack of pasta in my cupboard as well yeah how poor from me i've still got bow ties and spaghetti oh yeah i bought one kilogram of spaghetti <laughs> Oh no. Why did you buy so much pasta? Well, to be fair, I thought I was going to be there for a year. So it's not as if it's a stupid idea. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Financial investment, you know, you do stocks, I do pasta. (laughs) Oh, my stocks are going really badly at the moment. The market's crashing. Oh. And when by the market, I mean absolutely all of them. It's very fun. That's not good. You need to get Owen's brother's help. He does stocks and he's apparently really good at it. So um, I'll send him your like I'll send him your number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, no it's, it's gone really bad for Tesla this week, Ooh. like mega bad. It plummeted because um, someone had a fatal car crash in one of their cars, and stocks can be affected by anything, yeah, any external event ever. And if it's something that big as someone dying in your product, R.I.P. It crashed. That's really it fully good. like the dro- It basically just dropped overnight. It was insane. If you look at the graph, do Tesla self-drive or am I wrong in that? Yeah, they can. Right? Was it self-driving when it happened? Because that is a lawsuit. That's what they haven't figured out yet. They can't. Um, they're still doing the study on it. Um, to see if it was the driver's fault or it was just the car that. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I live by a busy road. Um, or if it was just the car that fully malfunctioned. Uh, we'll see. Don't expect Elon Musk is too happy about it. This is totally irrelevant. And I don't know why it's just came to me, but I think you should tell the audience, the lovely viewers, about who you saw oh. the other day. <laughs> she messaged in the group chat, super excited. And then Kez just goes, who? And we are just like, oh my gosh. So I... Gave up chocolate for Lent. Let's start here. And in the middle of Lent, I was really craving a Gale's brownie. And I've sort of understood that it's not in a lot of parts of the UK. I thought it was everywhere. Um, But I know Kezia didn't know it and she's in Lancaster. And so it's this amazing bakery and they make these little brownies that are not too rich, but sort of gooey enough. And they're really small and made in a sort of almost shortbread finger tin so they're really edgy and I really like brownie edges um and so I started craving these in the middle of Lent and I couldn't have it because I'd given up chocolate so the other day I remembered and I decided to go out and have a brownie so I was walking the dog my sister came with and as I turned the corner coming back home from the bakery about two streets down from my house who do I see on the pavement Hugh Grant so jealous I love him I I wish I'd spoken to him I it was insane um I'm a very big fan of Hugh Grant (laughs) which is probably why this was such an event for me 
Um, and I knew he lived around here because my mom actually saw him when she'd come and view the house that we're living in now. <laughs> and she jokes that's why she decided to rent this one. And uh, yeah, I had no idea he lived so near. I knew he was around here, but I didn't know he was like two streets down there. Um, it was really exciting. I sort of had to walk by and pretend that I wasn't internally fangirling really hard. Yeah. And just pretend I acknowledge his existence, but not too much. <laughs> what did your sister think? My sister was like, wait, that's not Hugh Grant. That's not Hugh Grant. And I was like, yes, it is. Look at his face. And she was like, wait. And then he, just as I said that, he turned around and my sister's, <laughs> like, my sister's like, oh my gosh, it's Hugh Grant. You were right, it's Hugh Grant. And so we're just like walking by like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and we had to like change a uh, conversation really quickly to look like we weren't majorly speaking about him. Because it must be really annoying if you're just sort of trying to load your bicycle onto your car to go for a ride and two people walk past and like, oh my gosh, is it, is it, is it, oh my God, it's you. Oh my God, he's famous. He was probably, if he heard us, he was probably expecting me to ask him to take a picture, which I should have done. You should have. You really missed out on an opportunity there. I told my aunt and she was like, because I was texting her and I was like, oh, by the way, just saw Hugh Grant. And her first reaction was, did you take a picture? Can you send it to me? <laughs> like, no, sorry. It was so weird, though, because I remember like two days later, he was seen at a bakery in Frome. I think that's how you say it. His car isn't parked there anymore, so I think... Oh, you've been checking? <laughs> Did you just walk past the main door? Well, no, it's because it, it's on, like, my route of what, daily walking the dog, so I always end up walking past his house. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why the BBC News thought that that was a good thing to report on, because I know they've been criticised a lot. Just, like, this isn't news, he's just a man going to a bakery while I talk about it. Yeah. But, I mean, I care about you grew up going to a bakery. I want to know where he gets his bread. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's top quality bread, you know. <laughs> we should get Hugh Grant on to rate the best bakeries. Please, Hugh, my friend, if you're listening, please, please come on the podcast. Imagine. We'll give, we'll give you bread. <laughs> We'd love to talk about the bakeries you go to. Seeing <laughs> oh. as today's episode has focused on getting to know Abby and I on a more personal level, um, beyond what we've already said in season one we thought it would be a cool way to wrap up by doing a bit of would you rathers um we hope to introduce a lot more games and a lot more fun segments in this season to come now that we've gotten all of the freshest info and advice out of the way um hopefully in time for any future freshers uh to fund their choices and pick their university um so let's jump into it Abby. Okay, I'll start because I've got a very good one that I think is going to be extremely difficult. Oh, I'm really excited about mine. Okay, go for it. Hopefully we haven't picked the same ones because that'll be a bit anticlimactic. <laughs> but would you rather have unlimited international first no class way. tickets or never have to pay for food at restaurants if you pick the same one? I have. Um, don't worry, I have more. So <laughs> I would definitely pick to have international first class tickets okay I would agree with that yeah I could visit family whenever I wanted um one of my life goals is to have visited 80% of the world by the time I'm 80 so that would definitely be handy for that 
and I enjoy cooking a lot. So I think I could go without restaurants, but I definitely couldn't go without traveling. See, right. I had the same answer as you because I thought as well, tickets are more expensive than going to a restaurant is generally and it'd be good to travel yeah but I've just thought my boyfriend's a pilot (laughs) so I don't really need to pick that one because I can go anywhere anyway because I could just ask him to fly me there so I think I might have to change my answer and now go with the food at restaurants because I do like eating that's such a flex I can just get my boyfriend to take me anywhere (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? It has its perks. Okay, your turn. Okay. You have to find a new one. Luckily, I had a few just in case. Um, I was certain we wouldn't pick the same one, Dan. Okay. (laughs) This one's a bit history related um, because I wanted to pick something that fit your degree a bit, seeing as we've been talking about that a lot today. So, Abby, would you rather be an average person in the present or a king of a large country or queen of a large country 2,500 years ago? See, for me, this is quite easy. I'm sick of being average (laughs) or slightly below average as I am now. So I'd have to go with being, being the queen. I mean, I could make changes as well. I could change the course of history and make it better for those peasants that, you know, live awful lives. I'd be a lovely queen lovely to my subjects and I like power so I think I'm gonna have to go with <laughs> this that is one terrifying I wonder where we'd be now just as a global population if you'd ruled and had considerable influence <laughs> 2500 years ago I mean it could it could go either way it could go brilliantly and I could make the world so much better but at the same time I could accidentally ruin the world I wouldn't put it past me accidentally blow up the globe <laughs> what's your answer I think I'd pick to be average today <laughs> it's really good that we've got completely opposing views so far um but purely because 2500 years ago there was no sanitation travel was impossible medicine was way behind I mean the lifespans were so short we'd probably be dying in five years win-win so I'll stick to today See, with my free first class ticket. <laughs> the question is, though, do I go back 2,500 years ago or whatever with the knowledge that I have now? Or was I like just no. born? Uh... Yeah, you were just born 2,500 years ago into royalty. <laughs> Life's short. Take it with both hands and make the most out of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule a country. And you're going to rule a country. Do you want to pick a country you'd be ruling? also keep in mind this is 2500 years ago so some countries didn't exist <laughs> yeah what, what year was 2500 years ago? it was in like 300 bc yeah mate i might pick rome i don't really know what rome was like but i'm pretty sure it was like a powerhouse i'm thinking of Cleopatra. it was a major powerhouse in 300 bc exactly i'm going rome caesar see you there probably not the same year but it's fine no a <laughs> couple hundred years early oh, well that that's my answer i'm sticking with it yeah you could take over ring you could take uh take over britain early because i think that didn't happen until 146 bc all right i meant to be the history student what is this (laughs) (laughs) you know what this knowledge is from latin gcse woohoo i mean my child development doesn't really help in this situation so 
<laughs> oh well it's fine my, my heirs i can make my heirs and look after them well so we're fine i'm gonna have a strong you can bloodline. make your heirs <laughs> yeah good grief um okay my next one i think this one's gonna be more difficult to answer would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday do the tattoos disappear the next morning I'm assuming so because it will change to what you did that day. Yeah. This is the sound of Claudia being deep in thought, everyone. What was the first one again? Would you rather have skin that changes colour based on your emotions? So I'm assuming if you're sad, it would go blue. And if you're happy, it would go yellow. And if you're jealous, it would go green. Purely because that's what Inside Out taught me. Yup. <laughs> I think I think I'd have to go with the second one. I'd go for the tattoos. Ooh. Because, I mean, I, I don't do anything that would look disgusting on a tattoo. So it's like, what's the tattoo going to be? Me going for a walk. Me baking a cake. Like, that's great. Okay. It's got a bit of a Maui from Moana vibe to it. I'll go for that. Um, whereas, what if what you were wearing, like, a red dress? And then, I don't know, you were jealous. And then you turned green and then you look like a Christmas tree. I mean, I think you could pull it off. You know, I feel like tattoos are easier to manage. I'm not doing this purely for the suspense and the drama, but I think I'd pick the first one. I'd change colour based on my emotions. Really? I'm not very good at expressing my emotions anyway, so I think it'd be quite good for people to know how I'm feeling so they know not to annoy me when I'm annoyed. But what if you're sad and then you're walking around literally blue, like like you're out of Avatar yeah, I'm on constant, the Smurfs. I'm constantly sad, so I'll just make sure I wear clothes that, you know, match that. Match blue. If I wear white or black, then I'm good. And that's basically my wardrobe palette anyway, so I think I'm fine. That or pastel pink. Also, this might be me trying to find a loophole, but you could just cover <laughs> tattoos up. Yeah... But I could join a circus or something if my skin changed colour. <laughs> um, what would your act be? People Secure the bag. People showing you the notebook to see what happens when you're sad and then trying to make you really angry so you change colour again. You'd be Abby the human chameleon. <laughs> it could be like a competition. Who can actually make Abby happy? <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, turn blue <laughs> or yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was my next question. Okay. Over to you. Let's see. Okay, would you rather wake up as a new random person every year and have full control of them for the whole year or once a week spend a day inside a stranger without having any control of them? Hmm, I don't know. That's This one was so weird. I hmm. Crazy life to live anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Because can you get injured if you're a stranger for a day? If they, like, get hurt really badly? No, you're just you... living inside of them. I don't want to be morbid here. We might have to cut this out. But what if they die? Do you die as well? Because you, you don't... Okay, you don't... No. Have you, have you seen Venom, the film? Is that the one with the black monster with the big teeth? Yeah. No. <laughs> <sighs> You, you hyped me up there. Um, you are my hopes up. I'm sorry. No, sorry. it would. So you would just be inside of them. It's a bit like Inside Out. Yeah. 
inside out comes back you would just be one of them so like witnessing the other person's life either controlling them every year so like you could wake up on the first of january of one year as oprah and then you live as oprah for a year and then the next year you're i don't know a baker and then the year after that you're a farmer and the year after that you're Mm -hmm. a ceo of i don't know facebook but i could wake up and be a prison inmate for a year yes and you can't change it but you can you have full control i mm, i think i'm going for the second option yeah because you're still you at the end of the day it's just one day a week you're not so i think you can kind of build up a life better than if you're a person for a year and then switching does that make sense I fully agree okay good I think, is this the first one we've agreed on it is wow go us <laughs> yeah no I'm thinking about like relationships and stuff you would never be able to hold up a relationship because after a year you disappear and be someone else yeah I mean which is a bit deep my first thought was I could transfer money if for, for a year if I was someone from a year I could literally spend all their money and do whatever I wanted Oh yeah. Which would be good. But at the same time, you'd never actually get the money physically because you'd just be a new person after the year's mm. up. So yeah. yeah. So that's not really a positive in the end. That was a weird one. No, financially. Yeah, that was a good good question there. I wow. Know. What a lovely way to wrap it up. We didn't make these up, by the way. They're from a website. <laughs> I think we should bring back this segment more often. Yeah. I'm just saying I enjoyed that little would you rather. Yeah. We should get guests on and they can answer them as well. I do like a little game. Max Fosh. Um, yes please well that was fun I agree it was so good to not only be back but also to do something different I'm excited to do more of these sort of game showy um type episodes in the season to come maybe even have some guests from your why in our flat oh definitely um, going to be an exciting season yes I think that brings the episode to a close don't you it does I'm always sad when episodes end because we get so into it and it's so fun having a chat with you um but yeah that is it for this week I'm sure you'll get to hear a lot more of our embarrassing anecdotes and fun stories as the season unravels and as we actually get to hopefully record in person in a couple of weeks which will be exciting um we're looking forward to a lot more York specific content Mm -hmm. maybe even rating some cafes and going out for tea purely for research purposes of course oh definitely definitely (laughs) so yeah it's great to be back we hope you've all enjoyed this episode and we'll see you again next week